Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Daigie. And I'm your co-host, Drew Daigie. Welcome to episode 153 of Spur of the Moment. Coming straight from the Simonator Studios in the heart of Texas. And episode 153 might be the episode that is a game changer. What do you think, Drew? I can't believe it. I had a baseball game, and my dad kept it a secret. And when I got home, I got so happy. Victor Webinyama. Let's, franchise changer. Franchise changer for sure. Let's take you through the lottery and just the thought process. Because I purposely told Drew not to get his phone. And, and after his game, we watched the picks count down. But I'm just going to go down to the number seven pick. Because the Spurs could have fallen to number seven based on the draft odds. Indiana Pacers get that. And I'm like, okay, we're not going to be seven. What were your thoughts? I was like, oh, yeah, Pacers. I thought they could have been a little higher. They're yeah. going to be a little mad, but... I was glad when I saw them go off the board. Yep. Then number six, Orlando Magic. What were your thoughts? I was surprised. I thought Magic was going to get a top four pick. They tanked well with Ben Cheryl. They don't really need him, but I was surprised. They'll probably take one of the Thompson twins. Yeah, no, once the Magic got number six, I was like, man, there's hope. But the number five pick was the one that sent like a shockwave through my system. What were your thoughts on the number five pick? Yeah, the Detroit Pistons, who had the worst record it wasn't good enough last year they also had this happen they were one of the top two worst records and they got number four this year they got number five their luck is just not it on the lottery so i didn't know what to think there but i knew that we were going to be top three at that point yeah no they uh they definitely whenever the pistons were called my brain went to there's the best odds were the rockets and spurs and we're still left and so I got really excited. Then the commercial break came on for, they did that for high. Butterflies. Yeah, yes. So then they said, we're going to come back with the final four picks. And they had, they had all the picks up. And when number four announced, I was like, this is, when they said the Houston Rockets, I was like, guess who has the highest odds to get number one left? Spurs. Yeah. Yeah. And so when the Rockets were drawn, so if you'll remember, we were tied for the worst record, but they won the coin flip, so they actually had a little better odds, a little better chance. When the Rockets were drawn, I was like, oh my gosh, there's a chance. And then, number three, the Portland Trailblazers were selected. What were your thoughts after that one? They got lucky. I yeah, mean, wow. They did. <laughs> to pair Damian Lillard, if he stays, up with Scoot Henderson. Scoot or Eamon Thompson Henderson, or Brandon that, Miller, yeah. one of those three. That would be crazy. Yep. But then, the one I kept on telling Drew throughout this process, like I said, I just have a feeling the Charlotte Hornets are going to get it. I don't know why. I just have that feeling. And when they pulled out the card with the number two pick showing the Charlotte Hornets, we erupted. (laughs) It was awesome. What a great night for the city of San Antonio, the franchise of the Spurs. And you could tell how excited old Vic was he was really excited he was and you know Boris Diaw and Tony Parker both from France plus having Duncan and Robinson who are always near the facility but Victor Webinyama we've I I don't know about you Drew but ever since the DeJounte Murray trade on at the end of June I thought about about this yeah we've been talking about the freak that was available in this draft a once in a lifetime player and ladies and gentlemen I think you might get ready for a lot of sold-out games in this AT&T Center yes. because I don't think it's going to be – it's not going to be anything like what we've seen the past couple of years. Nothing at all close to that. Uh, you 
are about to witness a once-in-a-lifetime generational player suiting up for the silver and black. Drew, what are your thoughts about Victor and his role with the Spurs and just your overall take? Yeah, it's really hard to put into words, but I think he's really going to change this franchise around. He didn't get to show up to the lottery because he had a game that night, but he was very, very happy over there in France. He is going to change this team a lot. What is your record prediction for next year? Like, what, What's your kind of like just this day? Just initial from the gates. Now, you got to remember, we're still young. We still only won 22 games. I know some of that could have been by design but we only won 22 games he's still 19 years old so we got to keep that in mind to to you know temper the expectations a little bit my take is i'm going to go right off the gates and i'm going to say that we're going to have a big win improvement i think it's going to be 20 wins more which is going to bring us at 42 wins 40 losses that's my initial knee-jerk prediction i think we're going to have a winning record it's going to be barely a winning record it's not going to be like we're going to go in and win 70 games right out of the gates but i can see us being over 500 42 and 40 is what i'm sticking with what about you yeah i was going to think around that area i think we're going to finish eighth place in the west because the west is a very very good conference and they're not going to get worse Jokic, all them guys. So I really think that we are going to get eighth place. That is my initial thought 20 minutes after getting big. Yeah, no, and and 42 and 40, that probably fits together well, yeah. honestly, for eighth or ninth or probably in the play-in game if, 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 if it's 42-40. If it's eighth, it may be something like, you know, 46-36 or something to, the, to that effect. Um, but it's definitely going to be a big swing. I mean, you know it. I think the whole world knows it. And get ready to fear the San Antonio Spurs again. I, I love it. I'm just ecstatic. And I, mm-hmm. what I love on Victor's interview, they had him. Of course, it's 2.30 in France by the time they're interviewing him. And he, I just loved his – he was, I want to win a cha- championship ASAP. I love it. It was so awesome. Uh, what a big day for Spurs Nation. And I, I think uh, – you really just infused a bunch of energy. I know that the the draft coming up in June, I mean, it's now just anticlimactic. Nobody really cares about our second-round picks at this point. Uh, but in the future, we are going to have a boatload of first-round picks to pair with Vic. Now, here's or my we next. might trade him. You never know. What? We might trade him. The picks or him? Yeah, the oh, picks. The oh, picks, I was going to say, we'll no, never not trade with him. It, not We're going to make sure the funds are there. Now, here's my question for you. Speaking of trades and acquisitions, and you know we just had a franchise-changing moment, do we get any free agents to pair with them, or do we just continue with the rebuild with our young core? Yeah, well, I was thinking about this. I don't think we get any big-time free agents like Jalen Brown, but I do think that we will get some small pickups, you know, some rookie, like some young players. But we, you never know. We have a lot of cap space. I'm not saying it's out of the picture, but I, I have us getting a couple pieces there. Okay. So let me ask you this. In that case, with with things being is, who's the point guard next year? Because this brings about an interesting question that I've been debating ever since the ever since the deal. Yeah, that's a really interesting question. Do we stay with Trey Jones? I don't know. Or do we evolve into something different? Yeah. Do we bring Sohan in there? Vassell? It's, it's Pop's decision right there. Right. We don't know. Yeah. Well, in Pop we trust. I'm just yeah. – if 
Because you obviously know Vic's probably going to be the four. I think he's going to be the four. I don't think he's going to be the five. I think Zach will be the five. Vic will be the four. Sohan at the three. Keldon, Keldon at the two. I guess the two. And then, yeah. I don't know. It kind of creates an interesting dilemma for who's going to be the one, who's going to be the point. I know Sohan did it some this past year. So did Malachi Branham, though. And, of course, Trey Jones, who who's very trustworthy and worthwhile. So, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting uh Interesting to see how this develops over the over the next few months. Now, here's my next question for you, Drew. Because you know a lot of the draft picks play in the summer league. Uh-huh. Do you think this draft pick plays in the summer league with all the rookie talent? Uh, I doubt it. I, I do, too. I think it's going to be uh, put the uh, plastic bubbles on him. Because um, even, even with our draft picks in past, they may get a game or two. But... A lot of a lot of stories to I see mean, develop. If he does, I'll be very excited to watch those summer league games. <laughs> yeah, so will everybody. My if here's my take: if he does play in the summer league games, I bet he plays one or two games and calls it good. Yeah, just to get just to get some run with the with the other Spurs player and uh, kind of go from there. But you know, <laughs> we know what he's bringing to the table. If you haven't, there's plenty of videos and tons of content on him on the internet, but. Ladies and gentlemen, congratulations to Spurs Nation, and thanks for sticking with us on the Spur of the Moment podcast because there's brighter times ahead next year, and I think there's going to be a lot more happier podcasts than this past yes. year. It was all worthwhile. Yes. We, we went into the mindset. With it wasn't the, even that bad. It, it wasn't even that bad. You're right. And we went into it with the mindset with that. So I think the uh, it's nice to have a 7'3 to 7'5. I don't know. I guess we'll get the official height whenever he gets here to the States player with your San Antonio Spurs. Other question, what jersey number does he wear? Ooh. What does he wear? He wears 92, or what does he wear with the Metropolitans? I'll look that up right now. Yeah, look it up, and let's let's talk about that, because it would be um, interesting because of number one. He, play, he wears number one. Does he, normally? Yeah. So, there you go. So, he wears number one, and, uh, yeah, that's a... Uh, I guess that's that's it. We don't have a number one on our team, do we? No, Man. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. I guess that makes it easy. Is that that's what he's wearing with the Metropolitans right now? Yeah, he's okay. wearing number one. Good. Good. Well, there you go. So there's the jersey number. Do you have anything else to add before we give this Victor Webinyama special edition episode a wrap? I got one more question. I mean, one more question. How long does Greg Popovich stay after this? Mm. Well, I'm going to go to the numbers because I, I, I've had an idea in mind, and I know that always comes up, but I wouldn't want any other coach coaching no. Vic. I mean, I, I just wouldn't. So here's my take. Are you ready for this? And I'm going to give you an example that leads me to believe this pick is true. He's 74 years now, right? I'm going to give him six years. Joe Paterno just reminded me with Penn State. He was 82, I think, when it when it ended. I think Pop, and plus both of our freaking presidents are are older than both of the past presidents of the United States of America. But he's got a lot of energy. He's in good shape. He communicates well. He's not just an old you know like an old fogey. He's he's doing work and he's getting on guys and he's really enjoyed this young players. And then now you give him one more generational talent to work with. I think I'm going to go six years. I'm going to say he's going to go till he's 80. 
and enjoy the ride with Vic. Maybe even ride off into the sunset with one more championship for Pop sometime in that next six-year period. What do you think? Yeah, I, I can see that. Six more years, take him to 80. Hopefully get a chip, you yep. know. If he gets a chip, he's got to be the greatest coach of all time. There's well, nobody I, else to put I ahead of him. I think he is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. There's no way. Yeah. So, All right, well. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us on this special Victor Webinyama draft lottery. We've done this tankathon. If you'll listen to our previous episodes, how many times did we do tankathons and we never got number yeah. one? We only got them like two or three. Yeah, it's crazy. So the stars aligned, and congratulations, Spurs Nation. What a great night, and we're going to enjoy this one, not for days to come, not for months to come. This is going to be years. enjoyed for years and maybe decades to come. So. Uh, thanks for joining us on this episode of the Spur of the, po- Spur of the Moment podcast. We're all excited here. Drew, would you take us home, please? Thank you, everybody, for joining us. And as always, go Spurs, go! Oh. <laughs> how, how do we get it? How do we get the three oh, one overall picks? It's oh, crazy. Wait, wait, wait.